0: Welcome to the teaching ministry of Pastor Marcus and Melina Dela Cruz. We hope that you'll be blessed by today's message. Pastor asked me to minister this morning and so um, I asked uh, Noemi uh, if we could have the kids stay in this morning because um, they were on my heart this morning as I was uh, preparing and going over some things and so kids you get to stay in here, okay? That means God has something for you in this service. And, um, you know, a service isn't just for the adults, but it's also for the children. And then, you know, you can watch a children's um, ministry service, and as an adult, get a word from that. Yeah. I w- went to a youth service uh, with the youth. We went a week or so ago. I got an answer from that. Yeah. Amen? And so, um, so I just felt impressed that the uh, children should stay in here with us this morning. Amen? Amen. Yeah. So we'll just move that to next Sunday. Okay, kids? You guys awake? I see their little eyes. (laughs) Give them a piece of paper. Give them a pen or something. I don't know. (laughs) But um, I know God has a, a word for all of us today. Let's open up in prayer. Father God, we just come to you. We thank you, Father, for what you have for all of us, Lord. We thank you, Jesus, that there is a plan for this service. And Father God, we're yielded to you, Holy Spirit. We say, have your way in this place. Have your way in this service. Have your way. Um, in our families, in this city, Father God. And we're so grateful for all that you've done. We thank you, Father. Say, I've come to receive. Amen. Yes, in Jesus' name, amen. So this morning, um, I'm going to uh, kind of take a little dive off of uh, what Pastor Nancy ministered on, uh, the first night of camp meeting. How many of you saw the first night, or you were there, of camp meeting, Okay, we see some hands. If you haven't seen that, or even if you have, I would encourage you to go back and watch that, um, that, that meeting. It was a Monday night. It was the first night of camp meeting. And I would encourage you to go back and watch it and not like, you know, turn it on and do the dishes or vacuum or clean the garage out. You know, I mean like sit down, watch it and take notes because there were answers in that service. And she taught on wisdom and she taught on specifics. And so we're gonna kind of go that direction this morning. Uh, the Lord just kind of talk, talking to me about Solomon, amen. And so um, I'm here to ask you this morning, and I know the Lord is gonna give you wisdom as I'm ministering on this. How many of you, you have some decisions you need to make? You're, you're trying to, what am I gonna, what, what's my next step, Lord? What do you have for me? It may not even be a, something that you're like on the brink of, but you know in the future there's some decisions you're going to have to make. Maybe regarding your own life, your family, your finances, um, your business, you know, your children. You know, in, in life, we always have decisions that we have to make. Amen. God's not making the decisions for you. God doesn't make us do anything. But we can access His wisdom. And we are the ones who ultimately decide what we're going to do. But our decisions should be based on the Word. That's what God has said. And also on the leading of the Spirit, how he's leading us, right? We're not led by signs, you know. Let's say, I know I always give this example because Pastor Marks and I used to live in Seattle, right? And so, you know, you've heard people, you know, I need a sign from God, right? So they go to Walmart, and they're like, man, I don't know, man. Lord, should I move to Seattle? So they go to Walmart or to their local store, and they see someone wearing a Seattle Seahawks sweatshirt. Oh, I wonder if God's trying to tell me something, right? And then they... Um, go home and they turn on TV and they're watching HGTV and all of a sudden this family's moving to Seattle and they're like at, you know, at Pike's Place. You know, that's the fish market. I'm like, God's trying to tell me something. You know, God doesn't lead by things that happen on the outside. The Bible says that he leads us by the Spirit on the inside. It says those that are the children of God, they're led by the Spirit of God. We're not led by outward signs. And um, so... Open up your Bibles this morning to Ephesians 2.10, if you would. Aren't you glad that you're not led by outward signs? You don't have to look for a sign. We have the wisdom of God that we can access. We have his Holy Spirit. We have his word. And we're going to start with this verse, Ephesians 2.10 in the Amplified. I asked them to show, uh, if we could show this up on the screen so that you could see it in the Amplified Classic if you don't have it. Thank you. We are God's own handiwork, his workmanship, recreated in Christ Jesus, born anew that we may do those good works which God predestined, planned beforehand. Planned beforehand. Jesus has things planned beforehand. Before you ever came to this earth, before you were ever a thought in your parents' minds, God had you on his mind. He had a plan beforehand for you for your family for your life for your children amen so he predestined he planned beforehand um, for us to take paths which he prepared ahead of time what did he prepare ahead of time some paths for us to take what's on this path that we should walk in them in what in the path that he planned ahead of time That he prepared ahead of time. What's in this path? Living the good life, which he prearranged and made ready for us to live. You know your life's been prearranged. From the beginning to the end. Your life has been prearranged. My life has been prearranged from the beginning to the end. By God, it was prepared ahead of time for you. But you can't walk in it if you take your own path, right? Because this says, taking whose paths? The paths which he prepared. Yeah. So there's going to be paths in our life. And we're going to come up to, if I could say, a crossroad of decisions, a crossroad of paths. Yeah. You know, every day you're facing the crossroad. You're, you're facing different paths. You know, you see those cartoons. Where they've got all the, the signs and they're, they're like pointing, arrows pointing different ways. And they have to decide, should I go left or should I go right? Right? Yeah. In, as a Christian, every day, as a believer, you're making decisions. Which Which What am I going to do today? Am I going to do this or am I going to do that? You're constantly making decisions. You're constantly making decisions from the minute you get up till you go to bed. And then you finally have, you know, you can have some peace, right? In God's, on his path, there is peace. On his path, everything has been prearranged for you. But you can't walk it out if you don't take his path. Because you're gonna be tempted to take your own path. Whether it's with your finances, whether it's in your relationships, whether it's in your marriage, whether it's on your job, there will always be another path that you could take. But just keep in mind that the path he has, it's prearranged, what does that mean? It's already set up. It's It's already been organized for you. That word prearranged means it's been organized for you. You know what prearranged? It's like um, when you have a party and you call in the the caterer and uh, the mariachis and uh, you you call in the the person to come set up the tables, right? What are you doing? It's going to be prearranged so that before everyone gets there, all the details are in order. That's how your life is. It's like you waking up and you're going to a party. Yeah. It's the party for your life. Yeah. God has it prearranged. All the details are there for you. Yeah. But it's your decision whether you choose to go or not. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You've got the cake, you've got the food, you've got the music. I mean, you've got everything. It's prearranged. God is a God of details. Yeah. Yeah. He cares about the details of our lives. Praise God. And he's got them all organized out. You don't even have to organize the details. He's already done it for you. Amen? And so, um, one, what are details? They're the specifics. Those are the things we need to be aware of. We need to know, what are the specifics for my life? You know, we can read our Bible, but it doesn't tell you what house to buy. It doesn't tell you where to send your children to school, what to do after you graduate from high school, uh, what job to take. What are those? Those are the specifics. Those are the details of our life. So wouldn't you like to know those things? The details, right? God, he's a God of details. Pastor Nancy said this when she ministered on Monday night of camp meeting. Specifics given by the Spirit of God is the wisdom of God for your need. I'm going to say that again. Specifics given by the Spirit of God is the wisdom of God for your need. You know, once you have the specifics, you know what to do. right? You know what to do. Uh, Pastor Noel, at the end of that service, he... um, gave a tongue and interpretation he said and i'm just going to kind of i don't have this word for word but i wrote down some of the things he said specifics will cause now specifics those are the details of your life those are the the um the things that have already been organized for you by god it's the wisdom of god what's the wisdom of god the wisdom of god is his mind on the matter his counsel on the matter that's the wisdom of god So specifics will cause miracles to flow, finances to flow, they'll bring acceleration. This is the day, the hour, the year, the specifics, utterances are the specifics given by the Holy Spirit, the leadings of the Holy Spirit are the specifics, and that's when the understandings come in. He said, this is the day of the specifics. We have to be specific. When you're in prayer, you have to be specific about what you're believing God for, right? When you're making decisions, you need wisdom. You need specifics. I need specifics. We need to know, okay, Lord, you have a path prearranged. What do I need to do? So open up your Bibles, if you would, to 2 um, Chronicles chapter 1. Now Solomon, how many, of you, how many of you kids know who Solomon was? Any child can tell me who was Solomon? Whose son was Solomon? Who said that? (laughs) I'm waiting for a kid here, Sophia. Okay. Uh, Solomon was the son of David, King David. Okay? And Solomon, he was a wise young man. Second Chronicles chapter one, verse seven. On that night, God appeared to solomon verse 7 2nd chronicles 1 7 on that night god appeared to solomon and said to him ask what shall i give you you know you may think of the the genie in the in the what is that the genie in the bottle and they rub the they rub the bottle and the genie comes out and says i will give you three wishes right and everyone's like what do i wish for right okay i think they got this from from this solomon this this story right here because god comes to solomon shows up to him and says ask me what you want and i'll give it to you what do you want anything i'll give it to you what would you ask for okay verse 8 and solomon said to god you've shown great mercy to david my father you've made me king in his place now, O oh Lord God, let your promise to David, my father, be established. For you have made me a king. So Solomon is now king over the people. And the people, he says, there were so many, they were like the dust of the earth. Go outside, look at the dust, look at the dirt. That's how many people. You can't even count all the little. He, ha- he was the ruler over so many people that they couldn't even count how many. I just thought, don't we have a count for like the number of people on the earth? I don't know. That's just a lot of people. So verse 10, he says, now, this is what he asked for. He doesn't ask for money. He doesn't ask for a beautiful wife. He doesn't ask to live a thousand years. He says, verse 10, Now give me wisdom and knowledge. You need to underline that. Give me wisdom and knowledge that I may go out and come in before this people, for who can judge this great people of yours? What does he ask for? He asks for wisdom. Too many times I think we pray for money when really we need to ask for wisdom. Too many times we're making confessions when really you need to be doing those things. I'm not saying you shouldn't be doing any of these things, but we forget to ask God for wisdom. Because you can keep making confessions, declaring the word, and you're missing it somewhere. Solomon, the Bible said, had a heart like his father David. He loved the Lord. He served God. And when God said, What do you want? Ask me, I'll give it to you. He said, Give me wisdom. He didn't say, Give me a business. He didn't say, Give me the hearts of all the people. Let them all love me and serve me. He said, Give me wisdom. Verse 11, and God said to Solomon, because this was in your heart and you have not asked for riches or wealth or honor or the life of your enemies, nor have you asked for a long life, but you've asked wisdom and knowledge for yourself that you may judge over my people over whom I've made you king. Wisdom and knowledge are granted to you. And, and I will give you riches, wealth and honor such as none of the kings had who were before you nor shall any after you have the like solomon asks for wisdom god says i'm granting you wisdom i'm granting you knowledge because you didn't ask for anything else but you asked for wisdom i'm going to give you riches i'm going to give you honor there's not going to be a king before you or after you who has had as much as you. Because he asked for wisdom. Why? He needed wisdom. He needed to know the specifics. He needed to know the details. How am I going to do this? What, how am I going to handle these people? What am I going to do? You know, when you ask God for wisdom, guess what follows that? Riches, honor, long life. Why? Because when you have wisdom, you're going to live right, you're gonna do the right thing. You're gonna you're gonna do the right thing with your body. You're gonna do the right thing in your relationships. Why? You have wisdom. You have the, the word of God on the matter, right? He wanted the wisdom of God to, to take care of his people. And there was none as wealthy as him before or after. Think about that. Okay. Now. I want you to go to 1 Kings. Let me make sure I have this right. I think it's 2 Kings, actually. No, 1 Kings chapter 4. Make sure I have that right. So he asks for wisdom. And he became the richest man. The richest king. People came from afar to hear his words. Can you imagine people coming up? I want to hear what you have to say. I just want to come and hear what you have to say. You have so much wisdom and knowledge. Okay, First Kings chapter four. Do I have the right? Uh, verse twenty nine. You know, after he asked for wisdom, kids, there were two women who were not living right, but they had a, they each had a baby, and. Their baby slept with them. They kept their baby in their bed and when So there were two women living together. They each had a baby when they woke up in the morning. One of the women had rolled over On one of the babies and the baby died. This is in the Bible first Kings the baby died and so she went grabbed the other baby from the woman, woman's bed and brought her into her she switched the babies and so when the woman woke up and the other woman, the second woman, and saw the baby. She's like, wait a minute, this isn't my baby. And the woman said, that is your baby, the woman that had switched him. They go to before the king, and they say, the one woman says, this woman took my baby and switched out the dead baby. And Solomon, this is his first experience in all of his, you know, the, the wisdom God has given him, says, I have an idea. Just take a sword, cut the baby in half, and give you each a half. This is in the Bible. You know, because as a king, you're like, "I don't know whose baby this is. Is it your baby or your baby? Who's lying, and who's telling the truth? Right. So the, now this is the first, first example of wisdom that we read about after God grants him wisdom. He says, "I have an idea. Take, the, take a sword, cut the baby in half, give half to this person and half to yours, so that you each have you know, half a baby." And the woman who had switched babies said, "Yeah, go ahead and do that. That way neither of us will have a baby." But the woman the other one woman said no 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 i don't want the baby. give the baby give the living baby to her solomon goes that's the mother that's the mother where did he get that wisdom from god that was the first example he was ruling a people he faced situations daily he needed wisdom as people that are living in this earth we need wisdom every day we're making decisions constantly And we need God's wisdom on the matter. You know, Solomon had, I'm sure he had advisors. I'm sure he had men who who counseled him. But he didn't ask, he didn't, you know, he wasn't solely relying on them. He said, I need the wisdom of God. 1 Kings 4.29. And God gave Solomon wisdom and exceedingly great understanding. I love this verse. And largeness of heart like the sand on the seashore. When God gave him wisdom, he gave him great understanding and largeness of heart, like the sand on the seashore. What was God giving him? God was giving him his mind on matters, his understanding on matters, his largeness of heart. He shared that. He gave that to Solomon. If God gave it to Solomon, he'll give it to you. Verse 30, Thus Solomon's wisdom excelled in the wisdom of all the men of the east, and all the wisdom of Egypt. Uh, Verse 32, or 31 goes on to say, his fame was in all the surrounding nations. Verse 32, he spoke 3,000 proverbs and his songs, he wrote 1,005 songs. He spoke of trees from the cedar tree of Lebanon, even to the hyssop that springs out of the wall. He spoke of animals, of birds, of creeping things, of fish. Solomon was like an encyclopedia. He had wisdom. You could go to him. You didn't need Google. You could go to Solomon. (laughs) He had the mind of God on everything. And verse 34 And men of all nations from all the kings of the earth who heard of his wisdom. He was so wise that his fame spread throughout the world. Can you imagine someone's fame spreading out throughout the world because they're wise? Not because they're rich, not because they're famous. But because they're wise, that's what we need, more of that here on this earth. And we can walk in that wisdom where we always know what to do. And the Bible says people came from all over to hear the wisdom of Solomon. Now, what did Solomon, what book did Solomon write? Bible trivia, adults aren't allowed to answer. 1600, does anybody know kids? What book did Solomon write in the Bible? don't pretend like you're sleeping now starts with a P anybody know okay teenagers (laughs) okay I'm gonna tell you what book he wrote you can read one a day go ahead Seth thank you Seth Henley give him a hand (laughs) Proverbs Solomon wrote the book of Proverbs the book of Proverbs, you can read one a day. And there's a 31 Proverbs, one for every day of the month. If you'll add that to your reading, you'll add some wisdom to your life. Yeah, right. yeah. don't, don't pass over the book in the Bible where the wisest man in all the world and the richest gave us some words of wisdom that we can apply to our lives. Amen. Now turn to Proverbs chapter 4. These are the Proverbs that he wrote. Proverbs chapter 4. So Solomon's wisdom brought him riches, honor, it added to his life. He got the wisdom of God. He got the mind of God on matters, how to deal with affairs, not in man's way, but in God's way. See, man has a way for you to deal with things. But God has a better way. There was a situation. You know, there have been situations in my life, decisions that I've had to make, or things that just come up, and I didn't know what to do. I remember one situation, and it was I was right in the middle of it. It wasn't even something that had happened. I mean, I was in the middle of this situation, and I just started praying in tongues. And I'd been dealing with this situation for a long time, and I started praying in the Holy Ghost. shut up, and then out of my, I just asked for wisdom. I said lord give me wisdom on how to do this how to handle this and the lord said do this and this and this." oh i asked for the wisdom of god and he gave it to me i've been doing something my own way for so long you know you can get in the habit of not inquiring of the lord of not asking god i need wisdom on this matter and when i asked for wisdom he gave it to me immediately Now, we're going to look at a verse uh, in James that talks about that. But Proverbs chapter 4, this is what Solomon, the wisest man in all the world, says here. In Proverbs chapter 4, verse 5, he says, get wisdom. He didn't say get money. He didn't say, you know, go go try and get all the knowledge you can from, you know, the the university. And I'm not, not saying that's bad, but he didn't say that. He didn't say go sit under a bunch of learned men and, and try and find out what they know. He said get wisdom. Get understanding. Don't forget it. Nor turn away from the words of my mouth. God's words are wisdom. And he's telling us here, You know, God is speaking through Solomon. He's saying go get wisdom. In other words, you're going to have to get up. You're going to have to go find it. You're going to have to make action to become wise. To, to inquire of the Lord. Your answers aren't in your head. Our answers for our lives on that prearranged path, they're from God. And he's saying, get up, go get wisdom. In other words, you can't sit on your couch and get wisdom. Right. I don't know, I'm just waiting for God to just, you know, show me what to do. No, get wisdom. Get up. Don't be a couch potato. You want to be wealthy? You want, the, you want to have uh, more than enough so that you can be a blessing to others? Get wisdom. You want to have a business? Get wisdom. You want to have a good family? Get wisdom. Just because you have children doesn't mean you know how to be a good mom and dad. Get wisdom. Get wisdom. Get understanding. Amen. Come on. This faith comes by hearing God's wisdom. You know, we're faith people. We need to hear the wisdom of God. That's why we come to church. It's why we read our Bibles. There's wisdom in this book. And Solomon, who wrote this, he said, "Go get wisdom, get understanding. Come on, verse verse uh, five. Well, let me see, where am I? Yeah, it says, um, yeah, verse six. Forsake her not; she will preserve you. Love her. Love who? Wisdom, and she'll keep you. Wisdom is the principal thing, not money." It's wisdom. Praise the Lord. I love one thing Pastor Nancy says. If you don't know what to do, well, no, let me rephrase that. She said sometimes you don't even need. You know, there's things that we know that are that's wise. Like we're not going to run out into the street. Right. That's wisdom. We're going to look both ways. That's wisdom. I don't have to have the Spirit of God talk to me about everything. There are some things that are just wisdom. You know, if you're a teacher, you hear this a lot in the schools. You know, Make good choices. What are they saying? Be wise. Yes. Think about what you're doing. Are you making a wise decision? As a parent, are you making wise decisions for your family to follow? Or are you doing your own thing, taking your own path? You've gotten off the path of wisdom. You're doing your own thing. The Bible says don't be wise in your own eyes. Well, I can do this. It's okay. Is that what the Word says? Well, the Word doesn't talk about it. Then what about your spirit? Then what about your spirit, man? Well, the Word doesn't say that I can't do that and I can't do that. Yeah, but what happens in your spirit? when you step out and do something. Well, it's not in the Bible. It doesn't talk about that. Yeah, but what about in your spirit, man? That's the wisdom of God. That's the Holy Spirit. He's trying to lead you on His path that leads to riches and wealth and honor, that leads to a peaceable life. You know, the Bible says wisdom that comes from above is pure. It's peaceable. God's always trying to lead us into a peaceful life. But just because, you know, there's things in here that... I've chosen for my own life to live that it doesn't say do not do that and do not do this but I know in my spirit I can't do that I can't do that that's wrong for me so use wisdom because your children are watching you it doesn't matter what you say it matters how we live and we can't live the life that God wants us to if we're not asking Lord give me wisdom show me how to be a good father show me i need wisdom to be a good ma- i need wisdom to deal with this situation i need wisdom praise the, praise the lord it's the it's the principal thing it's above your education above my education it's higher than anything and he says, therefore, get wisdom. In all you're getting, get understanding. When you get wisdom, when you get the mind of God on a matter, now you understand. Now I know what to do. Now you have the light. Have the light. Instead of walking in darkness, God's called us to walk in the light. The Bible says the spirit of the man is the candle of the Lord. That Holy Spirit, That you, when you're led by the spirit, when you're obeying the spirit, there's light. He's shedding light. Do this. Don't do that. Come this way. Don't go this way. And too often, we say, well, I didn't hear it. It's not in the Bible, so I don't have to do that. But what does your spirit say? I mean, I would say, number one, wisdom comes from the word. You know, Bible talks about loving one another. Talks about raising your children up in the way they should go, training them up. It talks about um, how to reverence and respect your husband, how men are to, to cover their wives. I mean, there's wisdom in here, but there's some things that aren't in here talks about don't be unequally yoked together with unbelievers, right? It talks about uh, uh, faith works by love, so I'm going to keep my love going. But what about those specifics? Amen. Do not forsake her. Get wisdom. And all you're getting, get understanding. Wisdom is the most important thing. We need wisdom. I was even praying this morning. Lord, thank you for wisdom and how to run the church. I need your wisdom. I don't need my thoughts. Done it with my thoughts. Guess what? Not that greatest. <laughs> Have you ever done things? You're like, I tried that my way. It didn't work out the way I really wanted it to. I thought, I thought, it sounded, you know, when you say something, it sounded so much better in my head. And then I said it. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, you've done things like that. You know, it's, you're not being, walking in the wisdom of God. Oftentimes the wisdom of God will tell you, don't say anything. Shut up. Keep your mouth shut. Praise the Lord. So we have to get wisdom. It's not going to fall in our lap. You're not going to randomly hear wisdom. And the wisdom of man is different than the wisdom of God. Amen? We have to go get it. We've got to pick it up and get it. Amen? In the Amplified, it's in that verse 6, it says, Forsake not wisdom. She will keep you, defend you, protect you, love wisdom, and she'll guard you. There's protection in wisdom. Not only will, you know, we say the power of God keeps me. Yeah, not only will the power of God keep you, that's the wisdom of God will keep you. Being wise and walking in His wisdom, not wise in your own eyes. Not going to yourself. The Bible says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. And, uh, lean not to your own understanding. In Proverbs 3, in all your ways acknowledge Him. What are you doing? You're asking Him for wisdom. In all your ways acknowledge Him. And He will direct your path. Amen, hallelujah. So love wisdom, she will guard you. I love what Pastor Nancy said. Why does God call wisdom a her? Refer to it as a her. Because wisdom is like a mother. It signifies a woman that births and mothers things. Don't we love our mothers? It will mother, wisdom will mother the victory of God in your life. Ooh, that's a good one. You want victory? Allow wisdom to be your mother. You want victory in an area? You need victory in your finances? You need victory in your marriage. You need victory in your home. The Bible says a wise woman builds her house. Foolish one tears it down. What's the opposite of wisdom? Foolishness. If we're not walking in God's wisdom, we can tend to walk in foolishness. And I don't want to be fool. I don't want to be a foolish. Foolish. I know you don't either. Amen. Verse 8, Exalt her, she will promote you. This is wisdom. She will bring you honor when you embrace her. Don't push wisdom away. You have to embrace it. When someone, if your spouse, you know, oftentimes the wisdom of God can come from a spouse. And instead, you push them away? I don't like that. No, embrace it. Embrace the wisdom from your wives, men. You need to. And women, embrace the direction and leadership of your husband. There's wisdom. God's given them an anointing to lead and guide your family. So women, embrace them. They are the spiritual authority over your household. Well, I don't agree with, with what he says. Listen, you just pray for them. And believe God. He's going he's gonna to talk to them. He's going he's gonna to speak to them. They're going to walk in the wisdom of God. Pray for them. Pray the Ephesians prayers. I pray that they have wisdom, spirit of wisdom and understanding and the knowledge of him. Pray those Ephesians prayers over yourself, over your family, over your husband. Amen. Praise God. So, so wisdom will, we want to embrace it. We don't want to push wisdom away. Don't be defensive. When people, you know, and I know this is a world of everybody's giving their opinion. They write their opinion on Facebook, you know, I don't know any other social media, whatever, always giving their opinion. You know, I don't need opinions. I need what did God say. I need the wisdom of God on this matter. Amen. So be careful with your own opinions, giving your opinion all the time. Well, I think, well, who cares what you think? I need the word right now. You know, and we live in a we live in a day and age where everyone wants to give their opinion. Myself included. That's something the Lord dealt with me about, you know. I blame it on being the oldest child. I don't know if that's true or not, but you know. Uh, just learning not to always, this is what I think. Because people need to hear, what does God say on the matter? That's, that's where the truth is. That's where their saving is. That's where their protection is. What does God say on the matter? Amen? Verse 9, she'll place, this is wisdom, we'll place it on your head an ornament of grace. A crown of glory shall deliver to you. Verse 10. Hear, my son, receive my sayings, and the years of your life will be many. When you receive God's wisdom, his instruction, you're going to have a long life. I have taught you in the way of wisdom. This is what Solomon is saying. I've led you in right paths. When you walk, your steps will not be hindered. When you run, you will not stumble. Come on, Pastor Marcus is telling us it's time to pick up the pace. It's time to take some things, take some land, to run in the Spirit. How do we do that? With the wisdom of God. Why? Because there's light. When you have wisdom, you have light on the matter. You know what to do. You can pick up the pace and you can run. I know what we're doing. This is what God said. Because God's God, what God said is the wisdom. What God said is what's on his mind. What God said is the instructions for my life. What God said. Not what my parents said. Not what, you know, uh, so-and-so on TV said. Not what I read in that book that they're not even Christians. I'm trying to get advice from them. It's what did God say. Not what my teacher said. What did God say? Amen? Amen. Your steps won't be hindered, you'll run, you won't stumble. Verse 13, take firm hold of instruction. Kids, when your parents are giving you instructions, take firm hold of them, don't let them go. When they tell you, hey, be careful who you hang out with, then guess what? Instead of pushing that away, embrace it. I need to listen to my parents. When they say, watch who I hang out with, when they say I need to be careful what I watch, uh, what I allow in my heart. You know, kids, you are the protector of your own heart. There's going to be places you're going to go. Your parents aren't going to be there. Yeah. Right. But you've got everything on the inside of you. You already know. Yeah. So embrace the words of your parents when it comes to godliness and their instructions. Embrace. Don't push them away. A foolish person won't listen. But a wise person. Solomon had to, you know, to be wise, you have to humble yourself. Even when God gives you instruction, you don't want to do it. But a wise one goes, I need that. That's, my, that's my answer right there. I want to do that because it's going to bring me into more. See, a foolish one says, I don't want to do that. But a wise person will say, that's my answer. That's what, I, what, what the Word says. That's my answer. I just read my answer. What I heard Pastor say. What I heard Dr. Mize say. What I, that's my answer. What I read in the book of the month. That's my answer. Wisdom embraces it. A wise person will embrace your answer. A foolish person says, I don't want to hear. A humble person. The Bible says, humble yourself under the mighty hand of God and he will exalt you. A humble person says, when someone says, da-da-da-da-da, or God says, da-da-da, Lord, tell me more. Is there anything else I need to do, Lord? Tell me more. When your spouse says, da-da-da, I think you need a da-da, a foolish person says, I don't want to hear that. A wise person says, tell me more. Tell me more. What is that that's being humble? That's having a, a an understanding of heart. That's largeness of heart. That's how we become enlarged on the inside so that we can be What happened with Solomon? He had a large heart on the inside so now he could have largeness on the outside. It had to be on the inside first. It had to be on the inside first. Amen. Praise the Lord. Let's close with this last verse, James chapter 1. Wisdom is the mind of God towards our need. Find out his thinking. That's God's thinking on the matter. We need the wisdom of God. You know, his wisdom will promote you. It'll remove hindrances. It'll get you past opposition when you start asking God, God, give me wisdom in this. Give me wisdom. Start inquiring of the Lord. Lord, what would you have me do? Amen? James 1, verse 5. If any of you lacks wisdom... The Amplified says if you're deficient in wisdom, come on, there's some areas I, I could need some more wisdom. How about you? Some areas you need some more wisdom on, maybe on the job, maybe, you know, in, in your finances. You, you're like, I need some more wisdom in that. You know, if something's not working in your life, your marriage isn't working, your relationships aren't working, you're having problems with your kids, uh, uh, your finances, I would dare say you need some more wisdom on the matter and not man's wisdom. Go inquire of the Lord. You've got the Holy Spirit on the inside of you. Now, the Bible does say in the multitude of counselors, there is safety, there is wisdom, right? You're you're always making sure you're getting godly counsel. But this morning, I'm talking about getting the wisdom of God. Running to God first. Let me say that again. Running to God first and getting his wisdom. So it says, if you lack wisdom, ask of God who gives to all, say to all, All. say that's me, me. he gives to all liberally and without reproach. In other words, he's not going to fault find you. Well, you know, you didn't do this right, and you were doing this wrong, so I'm not going to give you wisdom. No, he said he'll give it to you without fault finding. God doesn't find fault with you. He sees you through the blood of Jesus. Now, when you're in his presence, there will be things he will deal with you on. Like, hey, you need to fix this. Hey, watch your tongue. Hey, be careful about that. Anger. Hey, you know. He'll deal with you on matters. But when you go to ask him wisdom, he's not going to throw your, throw your faults up in your face. He's not going to say, I'm not going to give you wisdom because, you know, you did this wrong. He's not going to say, I'm not going to give you that because, you know, he's not going to do that. He is not a fault-finding God. The Bible says the accuser of the brethren is the devil. He's the accuser. When accusing thoughts come and say, you don't deserve this. You're, you did this wrong, you did that. Devil, you're a liar. You are an accuser. I've al- and if you have done something, you repent. I've already repented. I'm made right by the blood of Jesus. Amen? Amen. So, if you lack wisdom, he gives to all liberally without reproach. And it will be given to him. What will be given to him? Wisdom. The mind of God. So instead of praying, now I want you to just think about this. Maybe I shouldn't be praying for money. And I'm saying, yes, ca- keep calling the money, but why don't you ask God for wisdom with money? Lord, show me how to have wisdom with my money. Because if you have wisdom with your money, He's going to show you. What to do with it how to invest it what to buy what not to buy how to pay off debt how to not get into into debt he's going to give you wisdom we need wisdom how about with your business maybe just pray god give me wisdom for my business well i haven't started it yet lord give me wisdom on how what i should do with a business what about for your some of you are praying for family members you're confessing the word. You're praying this and you're praying that. Have you asked God to give you wisdom with your family members? Lord, I need wisdom when I'm around them. You know? Give me wisdom because I don't want to... You know, I, I need wisdom. Praise the Lord. Because we can pray and confess. But if, we're, if we are walking in our own wisdom, doing our own thing... You know, Lord's dealt with me many. Say Many. Many, many, many times about my approach. <laughs> I said, Lord, I'm praying for my family members. I'm praying for them. And then God's like, yeah, but your approach or this or that about you when you're around them is wrong. Oh, so I could confess and pray, but if, if I, see, he's going to deal with your heart. He's going to give you wisdom. Yeah. I'm Like, oh, okay. Got it, God. I'm doing that. Making that adjustment. Making that, now I can go pray and confess in faith because I made the adjustment I needed to make. I'm not doing my own path. I got his mind on the matter. Amen? The specifics, the wisdom come through the instructions, through the word of God, they come. Right? The scriptures are commands. command. So I want you to write this down. Three things, Three ways wisdom comes. After you ask for it, he's going to give it to you. Number one, wisdom comes through the Bible. It comes through reading the word. There's wisdom in here. Read the Proverbs. One Proverbs every day. You You want to be wise? You want riches? You want honor? You want a long life? You need help? Divine help. Help from heaven? Read your Bible. Amen? So wisdom, the Bible says, All scripture is given by inspiration of God. It's profitable for doctrine, reproof, correction, instruction, that the man of God may be complete. Thoroughly equipped for every good work. That's in 2 Timothy. So when you read your Bible, God's equipping you. He's making you complete. He's giving you wisdom. Amen? So that's the first way we get wisdom. After we ask God, we know that we can go to the Word for wisdom. Number two, wisdom's given through utterances by the Holy Spirit. It's given through utterances by the Holy Spirit. The wisdom of God. Specifics come. Through utterances given by the Holy Spirit. Where do those utterances come from? Number one, they come from utterances from the Holy Spirit. It can come through a past your pastor. Uh Ephesians six nineteen, Paul prayed, Pray for me that utterance may be given to me. So utterances when we pray for this. For services when we pray for pastor when we pray for guest speakers what are we praying that they would have utterances answers from heaven right so so specifics and wisdom come through your pastor for your life amen they also come through ministers that you're divinely connected to okay um and then number two they come utterances come through praying in the holy ghost uh acts 2 4 you don't have to turn there But it says, they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Just like I said earlier, I had a situation I was facing. I was right in the middle of it. I didn't pick up the phone and call somebody. I started praying in the Holy Ghost. I need wisdom on this matter. I need some utterances, some divine answers, help from God. So I started praying in the Holy Ghost. I need wisdom, Lord. And in my spirit, do this, this, and this. Got it got my answer just like that how did it come through utterances given by the holy spirit when i started to speak in tongues that's why we need the gift of the holy spirit we can access god's wisdom we start praying in tongues give me wisdom lord what are you doing you're accessing the mind of god you're accessing the mind of God when you pray in, in the Holy Ghost. So those, that's the second way. The, utterance, the wisdom comes through utterances. Number one, through your pastor, through your the minister you're divinely connected to, and number two, by you, utterances come by you praying in the Holy Ghost. And the last way that we can have the wisdom of God, it's by the leadings of the Holy Spirit. How is he leading you? That's the wisdom of God. Those are the specifics. Well, Pastor, I don't hear, I don't hear God. You're not going to hear audible voices. Oh, I didn't have a dream. You're not going to have a dream, like you know, Solomon usually. You know, in the New Testament, God gave us the Holy Ghost. Jesus said, It's it's to your advantage that I go away because I'm going to send you the Holy Spirit. He's going to be your teacher, your leader, your guide. Where is he going to guide you? On the path that's been prearranged and made ready for you. It's been completed, prepared. That path, it says in Hebrews 4, is waiting for you. It's waiting for you. But you can't get there if you don't follow the leadings of the Holy Spirit. If he says, don't go this way to work today, okay, go this way. If he says, "Uh, don't eat that, eat this, okay. Little things. You want to know how to find out the big leadings of the Holy Spirit? Obey the little things. I want you to start doing this now. Start adding this to your daily routine. Okay, Lord. Well, he, is he talking to you? No, it's just a little prompt in your spirit. Like, you need to start, start doing this. You need to stop, stop doing that. It's the, the Bible says it's a still, small voice. It's a still, small voice. Amen? And so, so the wisdom comes when you start following the Holy Spirit. You've asked God for wisdom. Now you've got to take those steps and follow the leadings. Remember, you're going to embrace wisdom. You're going to embrace, that means you're going to embrace those leadings of the Holy Spirit. You're not going to push them away. I don't want to do that. No, I want to go my own way. Better obey the Holy Spirit. However, He leads you, go His way. You can't stand, Pastor Nancy said this, by grit. It's by specifics. What did God say? What did God say? I need His wisdom. Not what do I want. Not what did they say, not what does the world say, what did God say? Now I'm gonna tell you this as I close. See this book? You see your Bible? You've got your your, uh, device? There's a lot of people that they don't do this anymore. They don't think it's relevant and they don't think it's valid. Your life, the quality of your life, the plan of God for your life, it's, it's wrapped up right here in this book. Don't ever put this book away. Don't ever leave it on the shelf. Leave it in your car uh, for three days and not open it up. Yeah. The wisdom of God is in this book. I said the wisdom of God is in this book. Yeah. And you need his, what are, what's the wisdom of God? His words. These are his words. And we take them lightly and we forget about them but God wants to speak to you. He wants to give you his mind on the matter. He wants you to have the very best life. The life that's been prearranged and made ready for you to live. But you can you can only find that in his word. And by the Holy Spirit, and you can go to God anytime and you can ask him for wisdom. Make sure though that you're you're reading your Bible. Amen. You're praying in the Holy Ghost. You're listening to your pastor. Praise the Lord. Because there's nothing that can replace the wisdom of God. There's nothing that can replace it. Amen? Amen. So right now, we're just going to take the time. Because we need, some of you, you have some specifics. You need some direction. And God has wisdom for, for you. We just read that in James, that we can ask God for wisdom. He'd give it to us liberally. So let's just lift up our hands right now. If you need wisdom, Father God, we just come to you this morning. And you can just say it under your breath, in your own words, Lord. We just thank you, Father. But he says you ask for wisdom, he'll give it to you. Father, we need, there's some wisdom in this house that we need. Some people in this house, they need the wisdom. They need your wisdom, your mind on the matter. Lord, we just come to you this morning. Father, you are the God of all wisdom, creator of the universe, You know all the answers. We don't have to say, I don't know anymore, Father, because you know. And we can tap into what you know in the mind of Christ. We can tap into what you know. And Father God, we just come to you this morning. We ask you for wisdom. Wisdom with our families. Wisdom with our children. Wisdom in our marriages, Lord. Yes, thank you, Father. Wisdom in the next steps. Wisdom for the next season. Wisdom in this church. Wisdom in the ministry of helps, Father God. Wisdom for pastor and I, Lord. We thank you for your wisdom. Father, you have all the answers. And we've come to you this morning. We ask you for wisdom. Specifically, whatever you need. Be specific and ask him for that wisdom. We thank you, Father. We won't, we won't look to our minds for answers because the answer is not in our mind but we'll look to you. We'll look to your word. We'll look to the leading of the Holy Spirit. We look to you, Father, for that wisdom. We thank you, Father. Yes, thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. You know, Oral Roberts said this to Kenneth Copeland. Uh, Let me make sure I get this right here. He said, if your finances get bottled up, pray in the Spirit until you know the key issue. Then fix that key issue and it'll get straightened out. If anything is not going in the right direction, or, or something is bottled up, something's not working, start praying in the Spirit. And He'll show you the key issue. That's what He did with me that one day. I started praying in the... And He's shown, Pastor and I, so many things since... Something's not right. I, I, I know there's, there's more to this. I'm missing. I'm saying my confessions. I'm doing my, I'm, I'm giving. I'm walking in love. And the Lord may say, well, Lord, you know, that, and you know in your heart something's missing. Get in the spirit on it. And then once he shows you, fix it. And it'll all straighten out. But what is it? That's the wisdom of God. Amen. Now let's say thank you, Father, for the wisdom that you've given me this morning. I take it for myself, a spirit of wisdom and understanding and the knowledge of you. My eyes are opened and that I may know, that I may know exactly what to do. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You are my teacher. You are my guide. I have an unction from the Holy One and I know all things. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father, for the wisdom. We thank you, Father, for the understanding. We thank you, Father, for largeness of heart, Lord. Oh, yes, and ears that would hear ears that would hear and hearts that would receive all that you have for us the wisdom of god yes that will bring us into the more that will help us pick up the pace and run with the vision father that will help us in our families in our finances in our bodies we thank you for that wisdom there's even wisdom for your body listen to the leading of the holy spirit when you you know sometimes even with healing you need healing and the lord will say oh you need to you need to fix that there's something in your health and he'll show you what to do he'll show he'll show us the adjustments we need to make amen what is it it's the mind of god you know often we'll go to a doctor a nutritionist to find out and those are those are okay those are good right but don't forget about god he he's the wisdom is the principal thing what is wisdom the mind of god Get the mind of God. Get in the habit of asking God, God, what I need wisdom for you for this situation. Amen? And he'll show you all things. He'll take you on that path that he's prearranged, made ready for you to live. It's a good path. Has everything you need on it. Amen? Are you excited about that good path? Yes. Pre- it's prearranged, but you've got to ask him about it. Ask Him about it. He'll lead you right into the details. All the details are prearranged. You just obey Him. And it's a good path. Amen. Amen. Well, we love you all. Let's stand up. Hallelujah. Is there anybody here this morning before we close? I know it looks like everybody here is born again. But you have not received the gift of the Holy Spirit. You don't pray in tongues. Anybody here? You've never received the gift of the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues. You say, Pastor, I need more wisdom. Well, I tell you, you need the gift of the Holy Spirit. It will help you uh, to know the leading of God, to know what to do when you start learning to pray in the Holy Ghost. Is there anybody here this morning? Could lift your hand, anybody? Before I close, I don't want to leave without that. Oh, yeah. Have you ever received the gift of the Holy Spirit yet? Praise the Lord. I'm excited. I'm excited. This is great. Anybody else? You need the leading of the Holy Spirit. You know, I remember when I was in school, Jeanette's age, I would, there were times I would be taking a test, and I didn't know the, and I had studied, right? I didn't just be like, I, I had studied, and I'd come to that test, and I'm like, shut up, buddy. I'd start praying in the Holy Ghost under my voice. Some of you, you have tests that you have to take, exams. I'd start praying, like, shut up. And the Bible says the Holy Spirit will bring all things back to your remembrance. What does he do? He's bringing back that wisdom. The things that you studied, he brings it back to your remembrance. Amen. Anybody else? Okay. Let's all pray this prayer. You've already asked Jesus into your heart. So we're going to pray this prayer. And the Bible says that, that the gift of the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues, it's a free gift that he offers you. And now God's, you know, he's a gentleman. He doesn't move your mouth for you so you're going to have to open your mouth when it's time and you just let, whatever's on the inside of you, those, those syllables, whatever it is you just let it come out of your mouth, amen we've all done this before, right so let's all pray this prayer dear, dear Jesus, dear Heavenly Father I ask you right now for the gift of the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues, I receive it now, in Jesus name, I take it by faith now let's all just pray in the Holy Ghost. And you just open your mouth. And just let it all out. There it is. Yes, we thank you, Father. Are you doing it? I, see, I thought you were I just want to make sure she's not praying in English or Spanish she did it right away she's praying you know it's so easy to receive the gift of the Holy Spirit and the good thing about it is you know it's a special prayer it's a prayer language between you and and the father god the bible says you know that your mind doesn't understand it and did you know the devil he doesn't even know what you're saying and here's here's the wisdom of god on this when you don't know what to pray you've prayed all you, you know to pray in english now you can tap into the wisdom of god there's been times jeanette i said lord i've prayed over this situation i've confessed over it i don't even know what else to pray but god you know things that i don't know So I'm going to lift this up before you in the Holy Spirit. And I'd start praying in tongues. And just like you stop and start in English, you know, you don't have to be in church. You don't have to feel the presence of God. You can start and stop anytime. You could be getting ready for school, walking around, praying in the Holy Ghost. You can be driving, praying in tongues. Um, What you're doing is the Bible says you're stirring yourself up, you're uh, Jude 20 says so stir yourself up in your most holy faith by praying in tongues you're stirring up yourself you're building your your faith you're building your your inner man okay so we can stop and we can start so let's do it again never the same Jeanette your life changed. Changed, yes, we thank you for that gift of the Holy Spirit. Yeah, and it'll all come to pass for you. It'll all come to pass for you. Thank you, Father, for those desires, stirring up her desires for the things of God. The plan that's been prearranged and made ready for you, made ready for you, honey. Hallelujah. Now you got the gift of the Holy Spirit, it's yours forever forever it's yours and you can tap into god's wisdom anytime when you don't know what to do and when you need the power of god you start praying in the holy ghost in your mind bible says your mind doesn't understand but you don't worry if the devil tries to come and say that's not you're not praying that no it is i receive that gift it's from the father god for me it's my helper my lead it'll guide you and bible says he'll guide you into all truth and teach you things amen amen let's give her a hand i love it Jeanette. when did you how old were you when you started coming to church you were little right six or yeah she was young it's so good to see well she got a good word from dr jacobs she got a good word It's part of that i believe that just continuing that deposit that was made amen, amen. praise the lord Someone got filled with the Holy Ghost. Come on, that's life changing right there. You start speaking in tongues, you tap into the wisdom of God, the mind of God. Hallelujah. Well, we love you all. Uh, Before you leave, tell someone, I love the wisdom of God. Amen? And you may be dismissed. We'll see you Wednesday.